Welcome to League Talk, the official podcast of the league. You know me, you know him, you know us, you know the league. Let's get into it. Oh, season four. League Talk, season four. I, I can't believe it. The last four years have, uh, have flown by. Pandemic, you know, life changes, new jobs, and... For the first time since the 2019 season, we are going to be recording basically every episode in person because in uh, 2019, living in uh, Congress, basically neighbors, easy to do. 2020, it was like illegal to record in person at a certain point, so we didn't really do that. 21, living in different places. Now, the Must Be Sunday headquarters officially in Hoboken, New Jersey. So congratulations to the mayor of Hoboken for, um, you know, getting us to, to uh, you know, move our corporate headquarters here. Thank you for the, the very lucrative tax breaks. Um, we're going we're gonna to make you proud. And uh, I'm looking forward at making everybody proud this fantasy season. I'm back. I mean, we'll get into it, of course, this episode in the next, uh, you know, 20 weeks or so. So buckle up. It's going to be a ride. I can't wait. I'm so excited. I, I mean, I, I don't even, there's nothing else to say. How, how, how are you? Thanks, Beans. I'm doing great as always. Uh, fantastic intro as always. I do want to point out, though, you mentioned this is the first time since 2019. I think that's incorrect. No, uh, yeah. 2020, we started and then it. Due to the COVID situation and all that, it was complicated. So we didn't do every episode in person. Yeah. Obviously, last season, we were virtual the whole time. Um, but it's good to see you back in person. You know, it, it always seems to be a better show when we're together in the room. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to preview our fourth season. Um, fifth. This is our fifth overall season of this iteration of the league, I think. Yeah, 2018, 19, 20, 21, yeah. 22. So we're entering the fifth season uh, the first season without any ownership changes. Yeah. Um, you know, so league continuity, that's always a good thing. Yeah. Uh, I'm excited to be here in Hoboken, the official headquarters of Must Be Sunday. Catch us, you know, on your local New Jersey transit. Catch me in the time. Madison. Exactly. Catch us in the Madison for Thursday night football, sun- Saturday college football, Sundays, whatever. We're going to make Hoboken our bitch. Um, we built this city. Yeah, dead ass. Uh, so you know, I'm just excited to preview the season. We got lots to talk about, and I mean, I'm just, I'm fucking ready. I'm motivated. Last year, obviously, came off a disappointing uh, early exit in the playoffs. Hey, at least you made the playoffs. That's true, but you know, as Ricky Bobby says, "Being first, you last." So yeah. everybody, we got nine dogs gunning for that top spot to take down the two-time defending champ, Brent. Who is a bitch? I want to point out. Yeah. Um, so, honestly, let's. I mean, we, we let's let's just fucking take it away. So, I forget where we left off with last season. Brent beat Ryan in the championship. Brent beat Ryan. Yeah, big uh, big improvement for Ryan last season. Um, I I couldn't tell you the moves that he made, but he didn't make any puzzlingly silly moves. And that obviously paid off humongously. 
Yeah. And that's a word, yeah. Uh, because he made the, the – I mean, not only did he make the playoffs, he made the he made it to the championship. And I, I think he got crushed, but, I mean, you know uh, – I so, have a – I can pull it up yeah, right here. Yeah, pull up the other right history. Here. So, I mean, sometimes you have bad weeks and, you know, you picked a bad right. week to have a, a sticker. I, I, I think it was one of those things where he needed a miracle and he needed, um, like – Flex player to outscore a big name by a lot, and it just didn't happen. Um, so I mean, I don't think he put up like a sixty pointer. I think it was like one thirty to one fifteen or something uh, like I that. I can tell you right. Oh, I'm looking at twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. That was the year that you won. Oh no, twenty twenty. I'm sorry. I was looking at twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. Brent you also. And, yeah. You and Brent, Brent beat me in the, the championship that year. Here we are. Here we are. Show view scoreboard. So the twenty twenty one championship game. Brent beat Ryan in a low-scoring affair, one twelve to ninety-six. And just to pre- uh, rewind on that game, Brent's big score was he had eighteen from Cooper Cup, seventeen from the Saints defense. Oh yes, I remember this. the The difference maker in this game was the Jets of all people oh, had a big yeah. week <laughs> against the Buccaneers defense yep. in that second and final game of the regular that was season. The Antonio Brown. The Antonio yeah. Brown game made infamous. So the Buccaneers scored only two points to the Saints' 17 going up against the Carolina Panthers and Sam Darnold. Um, and that was the difference maker in this game. Everywhere else, it was kind of even. Uh, oh, <laughs> I should point out, though, Brent did start Antonio Brown. The, right, yeah. He yeah. ever mentioned <laughs> in that game. So it could have been worse because Brent, as he was watching that game, probably literally saw his I, team... I, and his championship aspirations uh, leaving the field. Uh, should we pause here? Because Aaron Judge is out to bet. And if, you're not, if, if you live under a rock, and I you know not to bring up other sports in this, but Aaron Judge right now is hotter than the sun. I mean, he's uh, hot. I mean, guy's the hot. sun's hot. Aaron Judge is hot. I'm, I'm hot. hot. You're hot. We're all um, hot. But, uh, no, he might hit a home run here. And... Right, while, while Aaron Judge is batting, I'm going to rapid fire say a player's name, and you have to just say if he's going to stink or not stink in the 2022 fantasy season. Ready? Yeah. Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack is going to stink. Tyler Lockett. I, first of all, wait. What, what, is Marlon Mack still on the Colts, or no, I could be whale? No, Texans. Still, all right, Texans. Still going to stink. Off, terrible offensive line. Uh, Philip Lindsay, I feel like, is still there. I could be mistaken. But yeah, going to stink. What was, who was the second one? I'm sorry. Tyler Lockett. Tyler Lockett is going to stink. Drew Locke and or Geno Smith, neither of which named Russell Wilson. DK Metcalf is still there, so he'll be the number two option. Uh, Pete Carroll, I think, is an overrated coach. Everything's pointing for a bad year in Seattle. Mike Williams. Mike Williams is... That's a tough one. I feel like he'll do what Mike have, Mike Williams always does, and he'll score 18 points one week and then four the next week with really no in-between. So that is what he is, so I'm going to say he's going to be just about as average as he always is. Antonio Gibson. Antonio Gibson. Uh, not going to stink, but he's going to be worse than he was last year. Carson Wentz brings a, you know, a passing element that, to that offense that they were lacking last year, so I f- expect more... Uh, or less running attempts for him. He was also a pretty bad, uh, pretty big bell uh, cow running back last year, um, and just like you can't expect him to have as many touches as he did back to back years, and you know contribute at the same level. All right, Russell Wilson. 
Russell Wilson is going to have a better year because he is joining the high-powered AFC West, so there'll be a lot of uh, shootouts. He's joining an overall better offense, uh, and he's getting a better offensive head coach with Nathaniel Hackett taking over as Denver, so he's going to be better. All right, and 3-2 to two on Judge could be uh, very likely the last pitch of the at-bat. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Fly oh, out. I thought he got all of that. I really. thought he got yeah. all of it. It was like the wind, uh, kind of. I mean, I just assume any fly ball to right field that once it gets up in the air is going to go oh, out of Yankee gosh. Stadium. But I thought he the, just bombed one. The stadium would have fucking rubbed it. All right, last player. Um, very, very, very long, complicated history with this show. Robbie Anderson. Robbie Anderson is going to not even finish the year rostered. He's going to be cut midway through the season. You mean in fantasy or on, on the in, Panthers? In the actual, on the actual Panthers. He's going to stink. Sam Darnold stinks. Baker Mayfield is a little better, but not much. Uh, DJ Moore is way better. McCaffrey's going to be healthy, I believe, and take away touches. Uh, so it's all, it's all downhill. And also, they drafted an offensive lineman, so they're going to run the ball more. And... That all just leads to Robbie Anderson not being very good. I think he's kind of he's kind of had a turbulent offseason. You know, remember those Instagram comments he made about not yeah. wanting Baker? So I don't know if his heart and his mind is in Carolina. Hall of Famer to Hall of Famer. Same so, Darnold's Baker Mayfield. So I, I could see this blowing up in – or Robbie Anderson situation blowing up in the Panthers' face. And I would not be shocked if he's cut by November. That's what I'm. That's just me. Oh, that'd be devastating for Robbie Anderson, but great for me because that guy ruined my life, and I hold a grudge. All right, so I think we need to get into. Should we do the division uh, drawing first or the draft order? What do you think makes the most sense? Oh, uh, let's do division because let's just go uh, chronological. So we pick the division winners or, or the division setup first. Then we did the draft. Obviously, this is, what, a month ago now? Not even? That was like three weeks, three, yeah. Yeah, like three weeks. Uh, we drew out of a hat, if you don't remember. And I think, ultimately... I have it written down somewhere, but I'm reading it in front of me. So, we had two divisions, obviously. You play each team twice in your division. You play the other division once each for the 13 games. The 14th and final regular season game, we're going to figure out. At some point last year, we did rivalry week. Which I enjoyed, but it might be a, a good idea to yeah to uh, you know mix it up a little bit because I don't want to I don't want the same boring matchups week after week after week. Uh, so let's start with the Western Division. We got Buffalo Bones, the Flandrews. Uh, again, usually I'm sorry, Brent. last year's names. Uh, so Buffalo Bones, Thomas, my current roommate, Brent, uh, the bitch boy down in Mexico at the moment. The soon-to-be-married man, Brad Pedetto, fourth, uh, fourth in Schlong. Norris Horse, Chris Blaine, happy early birthday. And rounding up that division, Hockey Pro 69, Abraham, the Vampire Slayer leader. There are, uh, that, that's a very good fantasy player in that division. Personality-wise, about as boring as it can get. No offense. I would, I would, I would disagree. For, 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 for fantasy football content... I think it's a lot of tame people. There's not a lot of yelling. A lot of... Oh, well, yeah. They're all... Cool. I mean, besides Brent, I feel like they're all very tame. 
easygoing, relaxed people, and uh, you know they they earn that right to be. They're not you know yeah, they, they, they should they shouldn't be any way that they're not. But uh, compared but, to our division, not only do we have some heavy hitters, but I feel like the uh, you know the personalities. The personalities yeah. are there. So let's move over to the to the Eastern Division. You got myself named TBD. Working on it. I got some some ideas flowing in the drawing board. I got my little brother working cooking up a uh, fresh Photoshop for this season. It's going to become it's going to be legendary. Uh, look forward to that probably in the next week. Uh, the Martians, Marzi, of course. Uh, yourself, Beans Corp. I'm I assume uh, yeah, you're sticking with the name. Yeah, I, that is a classic name. It's like almost like the. It's almost like. The 49ers. It's like an iconic franchise, iconic logo. Hasn't changed much. You just associate that with winning. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to change. Jonathan Taylor Thomas 2.0. Jack, my former roommate now, also moved to Hoboken. Um, Going to check out his place tonight for the first time. So I look forward to that. I was there on Monday uh, getting a lint roller. It's nice. Yes, and then rounding up the squad is the one of a billion names, Bama Butts, he was at the end of the year, Max Cohan, down in Bama, obviously. Oh, uh, I mean, what, what is there to say about Max? Yeah, you know, going through, I, I, I think, uh, I take back what I said. I think the, uh, the divisions are evenly, uh, evenly drawn personality and potential content-wise, so I apologize. Well, just to give you a little preview, uh, I can tell you right now off the bat, I'm going to win the Eastern Division by a minimum three to four games. And I think I'm going to, so I don't really, you know, there's not even really worth debating. All right, uh, so that was the division draw. Then next, and my personal favorite event, after obviously the, the draft day, uh, but the other division, I think Chris is gonna. Oh, win. we want to preview the other division. I think Chris is gonna win. I, I, I do. I'm going to go out on a limb and say not just because he's my new roommate, but I think Tommy Bones. I've been cook. Me and him have been cooking up a few mock drafts, you know, huddled together well. in this, and I've been I've come away impressed with his team each time. So I think Tommy Bones has seen the board clear. I think he's seen the board, you know, very. Uh, Clear. <laughs> Didn't mean to say that twice, but uh, I just look out for him. Look out for all him. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, so I'm going to put my support behind Buffalo Bones. Um, also, I don't want him to murder me in my sleep one right. day. Um, so yes, uh, moving on. Uh, so my personal favorite event of the entire offseason, obviously outside of draft, which I wouldn't even really consider the offseason. That's like the official start of the season. It's not playing games, but that's when we get our team that's when, you know, that's basically what we live for. We don't really play the games, right? We play the draft or assembling the team. And then right. the players themselves play. So our, you know, the, the line from Uncat Gems, this is how I win. I win the draft, not actual physical regular season games. That's right. up to my team. I win the fucking draft. Right. But the most important part about the draft is, of course, the draft order. Right. And how do we determine it? The WWE. fucking the fucking Royal Rumble. Which, by the way, just to, I just saw on Twitter. By the way, tonight's the SummerSlam of all things. Yeah. So coincidentally, Gotta get that on. Uh, no idea who's fighting who, but I'm sure it'll be a hell of a show. WWE always puts on a hell of a show. Uh, but top nine here for the Yanks. Anyway, uh, 
So I mean, I won. I, should I just preview? Uh, should I just go out and say that I won? Yeah, won. I won the Royal Rumble. Biggie, if I remember correctly. And oh, Glaver just made an error. Oh no! Sorry. Uh, and you you didn't take the first pick. Yeah. So I mean, I'll give you a quick insight into my thought process here. I was obviously doing a couple. I was obviously preparing the event that I did win the draft and trying to decide what what draft order would I pick, and. In my opinion, there is a clear top three, four board of running backs. You got your Jonathan Taylors and Christian McCaffrey's if he's healthy. Your Austin Eckler's. And maybe if you want to throw Derrick Henry in with that. Uh, and I felt pretty comfortable kind of with any of those guys as my first pick. And I know at three, I will land one of them. And I just wanted to give myself the it best possible sense, yeah. second over uh, second round mm-hmm. pick. And I don't know yet if I'm going to go with the running back, running back strategy. But I was preparing that if I was, it'll give me the second, like the best possible running back two in that scenario. Sure. So that's why I went with third. Uh, I kind of got clowned for it, but I've been pretty happy with the teams that I've been mocked so far. So I think I, I think I, I went smart. And then, uh, so I won. Second, I believe, was Brent with Seamus. Does that sound right? Yes. Or was it Drew McIntyre? It was an Irish guy. So I think it was Seamus. Yeah, I think it was Seamus. He, he came in second. And then Brent, obviously, Big Bad Brent took this first overall pick. So he's locked in. He's on the clock. Yeah. Uh, everything, you know, it's going to funnel after what he does. And, and he, he, he doesn't like Jonathan Taylor as much as uh, he wants you to believe. Well, I, I, he hasn't been – he really hasn't been active in the mock draft community. He hasn't been. He doesn't and like I think it's because – well, I think, you know, it's for that reason. He kind of – he doesn't want to give a sneak preview and he wants to throw everybody off of their, their game. So I, would I be sh- – I mean, at, right now – uh, 521 on July 30th. I'm penciling him in with taking Jonathan Taylor. Taking I can't, Saquon. I can't... Oh, God. That would be a disaster. But I can't see Brent going, you know, skewing away from the consensus number one overall pick. He's not that... Uh, he's not that dumb. He plays pretty conservatively safe the first two rounds. He doesn't, you know, take risks. So I cannot see him not taking Jonathan Taylor in that spot. Uh, moving on to the third pick was Chris, right? Almost positive it was Chris. Because you're four, right? Yes. Yeah, so it was definitely Chris. Chris was third. Oh, I'm sorry. Chris is second. He won. He came in third in the Rumble, yeah. but he picked, sec- he picked the second overall pick. I mean, obviously, he's going to have to make the first big decision of the draft. Yeah. So, uh, I would not want to be him. Is he going to go... Is he going to go McCaffrey? Is he going to go Eckler? Is he possibly going to take the number one receiver on the board, which is actually ESPN's number two ranked player right now, Cooper Cup? I don't think he is because he got cute. I think it might have been as recent as last year, but it, if not last year, definitely the year before. He got cute one he year took, when he, he took Kelsey, Kelsey yeah. in the first round. And he, I mean, no, it wasn't last year. His, two I, years ago then? He, I think it was he, two years and, ago. I mean, I, I don't remember how he did. I assume he was all right, but he, I mean, he didn't win the league and like yeah. – you know, no, he's never won. He's like he's he's always a bride. I always say this on every podcast. He's the bride. He's always the bridesmaid of the bride. Chris Blaine. He's due for the win. He's due for a win. I'm trying not to let that happen. Obviously, so am I though. Uh, I'm due for the win. I haven't won since I was 22 the, yeah, years old. The christening, the 2018 season. 
So as mentioned, I was third. Then you got yourself at fourth. So Beans, give me a sneak preview right now. Where are you leaning with the fourth overall pick? I mean, it really is dependent on, you know, what happens in front of me, of course. I know that's sort of a boring answer, but if, um, you know, I, I'm sort of expecting having to decide between McCaffrey and um, Derrick Henry. I mean, I'm going to take a running back. Uh, I... I also think Cup is gonna fall to four, and I, I'm not. I'm seriously. I'm not getting. I'm not being like coy here. I'm, I'm not going to take a wide receiver, so Cup may fall way further than his his current ranking is. Um, so I mean, like I said, it depends on what happens in front of me. I'm taking a running back. That's it. Um, and the mocks have been interesting. It's been McCaffrey. It's been a little Eckler, um, Derrick Henry, who I don't. I, I mean, I've been saying it since twenty nineteen, I think. But Derrick Henry's legs are going to fall off, and I mean, I've been saying it for so long that eventually it's gonna it's gonna be true. Hope it's not this year because I love watching him play. But I I I I wouldn't I wouldn't be psyched. With him, the only person I'd be psyched with, to be honest, is Jonathan Taylor, and I'm not going to get him. So I just got to get in the mindset of uh, you know trying to think positive with whoever I get, because whoever I get will have some downside, whether it be McCaffrey, obviously some scary history there, Derrick Henry, whose legs are going to fall off. I agree with a lot of points you just made. I am also in the boat there. I do not see any of the four we previously mentioned. Uh, owners taking a wide receiver yep. in that top four. Cup's going to fall. So I almost am willing to guarantee right now that Cooper Cup will be there at five. The only one who could possibly take him, I think, would be Chris at two. I for sure will not be taking a wide receiver. I'll tell you that right now. Uh, you, as mentioned, won't be taking a wide receiver. I don't think Brent's stupid enough to take a wide receiver first overall. Uh, even if these rankings are higher on wide receivers than in years past. So next... The yeah, Rams sorry. just got Allen Robinson. Yeah. So Ram, Rams got Allen Robinson. Yeah. And Cam Akers coming back. Yeah. None of the the and the first four picks are who historically has been the you know the big four the four best teams of the league mm-hmm. and there's a reason for that and the four of us would not take a wide receiver. So moving on this number five I think could be our first wild card of the draft that is Brad Pedetto. Right now, penciling him in for Devontae Smith. <laughs> <'Cause he's> a, <laughs> and then he's going to trade him. And he's going to trade him for a, like a package of Quez Watkins and Dallas Goddard. <laughs> probably. No, I'm, all, kidding as, all kidding aside, Brad, we love you. Uh, big Eagles guy, obviously. Uh, but this is, I think, the first spot where we can see a wide receiver go. Brad obviously had some tough luck last year with injuries and just overall roster management. I think now if I was Brad, if I was Brad, I would play it safe, play conservative, just take the best player available, not try to get too cute with it because I think he tried to get a little too cute with it last year and obviously everything blew up in his face. But if anything, if last year was an indication, I think Brad is a big swing or miss, uh, like, you know, swing for the fences guy. So I could see him being the first to take a uh, wide receiver. I fuck it. I would be shocked, but I could see him taking a fucking 
if he was there, like a, even a Kelsey or like a fucking QB. I gotta be honest, even if I had the fifth pick and Cup fell to five, I'm not taking. I don't think I'm touching Cup. It, I, I don't know if I take him in the first round. What, like, what about what about? Here's a scenario. What if you don't take? What if Cup in a scenario was not the first wide receiver, and he went maybe a Justin Jefferson or a Jamar Chase or even Devontae Adams? No, I mean, I would not take a what is seven, eight, nine. Maybe I think about it depending on what running backs are still there. But think about it. seven, eight, nine. Would you rather take someone like DeAndre Swift or Justin Jefferson? You had the ninth pick. So Justin Jefferson is definitely going to score more points than DeAndre Swift. That's not debatable. But the issue is the back end of the, the running back backs. end of the running backs. Like the drop off after you know this top eight or nine running backs really fall off quick. Where you can get some quality wide receivers in the third and fourth round. So I would agree. I would take. I would jump the gun and take a DeAndre Swift who. I was reading today was running back four when he played in like the first nine weeks before he, he had that devastating great. injury. He was yeah, I, very he, he, was, he was a part of that big trade with Max when I got Kamara. Yeah. And then Kamara got hurt and DeAndre Swift got hurt and it was the most fair trade in fantasy history. And it didn't All right. So it. moving on, we got six. Another wild card in my boat, Tommy Bones. I could see – I mean I could tell you what I've been – what I've, I've, I've yeah. done a few mocks with him. I'm not going to spoil anything. But this one, I'm pretty confident in knowing who Thomas is targeting at six right now. I, I, I'll tell you, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't live with him, so I don't know for sure. I, but knowing Thomas, I think Najee Harris. I'm not going to say one way or the other. I don't want to give you or I, I the audience at home. I think he's banking on Najee Harris. I think he has feelings for Najee Harris. I'll, I'll, I will say this. Breaking news. He's going <laughs> – I will say this. If you remember last year, he was hell-bent all offseason on Austin Eckler, zeroed in on Austin Eckler, and then took his guy. So Tommy Bones is locking in on a guy, zeroing it in, and he will stop at nothing to get this guy. I'm not saying it's Eckler. I'm not saying it's Eckler, but I'm saying it's it's – I'm saying he's going up with that same pattern again where he's locking himself in on one guy. I'm not going to say who that guy is, but I'm confident I know who it is. And that guy will be a Buffalo Bone come week one. Buffalo Bone. So you're saying that you don't think there's a chance that guy's going to go before six? No, there's, a, there's definitely a chance. Okay. But he will not fall. If this guy reaches Thomas, he will 100% lock it. And yeah. he will run to the board. It will be you know yeah. a 10-second pick. Won't even think about it. Great. Let's keep the draft moving. Uh, pick number seven. Now flipping it to my ex-roommate, Jack Staub, friend of the program. Not going to get Jonathan Taylor. Not going <laughs> to So that's one thing, yes. Jack, you'll have to come up with a new nickname because I'll tell you right now, Jonathan Taylor doesn't fall past me. It's, yeah. So unless you trade up, which isn't allowed, you're not going to get Jonathan Taylor for the third year in a row. Um, Jack, I'm predicting, be the f- is going wide receiver. I feel he's always been an early yeah. wide receiver guy. Michael Thomas. Remember Michael Thomas a couple years ago? Yeah, it dogged him. Uh, it, it did dog him. Uh, last, well, last year went Jonathan Taylor in the first round. But I think we see a wide receiver here. 
And I wouldn't be shocked if it's his old buddy, Jamar Chase. He hit lightning in a bottle with him last year. This year, Jamar Chase is going in the top 10 in these rankings. He's like overall number eight, wide receiver number two or three, depending on who you you look at. Uh, I think he's a stud. Joe Burrow's a stud. That Bengals offense is going to be great. I'm blocking in. I'm predicting Jamar Chase to Jack at number seven. All right. I and Jack's taking Mixon. Joe Mixon. Almost like the same analysis, but different position. I think that's a little high for Mixon, although he was running back three last year. But I think that was the anomaly where he wasn't hurt. Yeah. I, he might have missed one game, but he was relatively Ooh. healthy. At a points-per-game level, he was probably, like, running back six or seven. Was Gio Bernard still on the Bengals last year? He was on the Bucks, right? No, Gio Bernard was definitely the Bucks. Uh, their backup running back... Because take, take that guy. I had, I, had Joe, I had Joe Mixon in my other league, so I should know his backup running back. Jeremy Hill is long gone. Wasn't it Samaji Pirine? Or I did just make that up. No, I think you're right. I think you're 100% right. Oh, well, I'm, I'm looking up the Bengals running back depth right now. Because I, uh, I know two uh, years ago, Ryan had Joe Mixon when he went down. And I, I rapidly – and he went down on a Thursday, which was great. Yeah, it was Samaji P. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, Bengals offense. I forgot they had the three-headed monster of receiver, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, and Tyler Boyd. Yeah. He didn't hurt, so I didn't realize they picked him up. Uh <laughs> So yeah, so you're 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 targeting Samaji P Ryan? Is that what I'm hearing? Hey, I mean Joe Mixon, he's gone down the last two years in a row, right? I mean that's right. Uh, moving on to number eight, our brother down south, Maxwell Cohan. <laughs> I gotta, I have to be honest, I can't even begin to preview Max. I have no idea where he's gonna go. Um, I'm gonna say Devontae Adams, but he obviously won't. But I just think it'd be funny because that feels like a Max move. It, that that would be a max move. We're at eight. Yeah, we're at eight. Do you think Cook's still available? Yeah, Dalvin Cook, I do think will be available. And now that you mention it, that way makes way more sense and seems like a max kind of guy. I, I don't. I, mean, I think from, if you're at eight and you have Cook, you gotta take Dalvin Cook. I mean, he. he listen, as the owner of Dalvin Cook last year, I can tell you, I was not too. Uh, not too pleased. I mean, granted, he was often hurt, um, so it's t- it's always tough to predict injuries. He was he was productive, but not as productive as obviously two years ago when he was fully healthy. So he did come back a little bit. I'm projecting as he gets older, a little more of a fallback. They also, I believe, will be a more pass heavy offense because they brought in a quarterback as opposed to they got rid of Mike Zimmer. I'm sorry, not not a, they brought oh. they brought in. An ex-quarterback coach. Right, yeah. As, uh, Kevin, <laughs> Kevin Connell? Kevin O'Connell, I think, was it, is the name. Uh, so I, and, obviously, they have two studs on the outside in, in Thielen and Justin Jefferson. Wes uh, Phillips is our – oh, Kevin O'Connell's our head coach. Yeah. So I'm expecting – so I'm expecting the Vikings, who always have been kind of, like, conservative the last couple – you know, the, starting with the Adrian Peterson years. Mid, I would very say. Very mid. But I'm saying very run-heavy, eccentric. I expect him to be a little more explosive next year, uh, and that'll take away Dalvin Cook's productivity because he doesn't really do much in the passing game. Dalvin, you know what Max? I could see Max doing, and this is a this is 
bordering on a cute little pick that could really fuck your season up, James Conner. I'm not going to lie. I thought James Conner. I, 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 for a half second, when I thought Max, I thought James Conner. And I agreed. It's too cute. Now, Max is the kind of guy to get too cute, in my opinion. He would. Yeah, if anyone's going to get if too cute in the first round, that's not yeah. Brad. It's going to be Max. Max is going to be enamored by his touchdowns last year, which is due for regression. Mm-hmm. I've been saying it on this podcast probably since the first episode, and I believe it in every sport. I believe it in life. You regress to the median, or you egress. Mm-hmm. You get better or you get worse, and you're always going to be sort of like how all, you know, like, like Matt Carpenter right now. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have a really shitty end to the year because he has to. It's physics. It's it's biology. It, it has to happen. Mm-hmm. James Conner is not going to have the season. This is my lock of the year, James Conner, and he's gonna he's gonna be good. I'm not saying he's gonna be a bad pick. You should take him in the second round. I mean, he's an RB one on a you know a good team, um, or really any team that you know he he's the starting running back. He has to regress. Touchdown-wise. And that's where his value is. And that's it. That's my rank. Beans, nothing but, nothing but strong points there. Nothing but strong points. If, I were, if this was a high school debate group, I would have no rebuttal. I would just be looking up there, kind of dumbfounded. I tell you to eat it. Yeah. I'm using words like regress and median and mean. You're fucked. <laughs> All right, so moving on here. We got number nine. Uh... This guy, I think, is the exact opposite of Max, and he will not do anything cute at all with this number nine pick. AV leader. I'm just penciling him for whatever the top-ranked running back is on the board. That's who he's going to go with. Let's left. I think AV is smart enough. If Cook's gone, Harris is gone, Connor's gone, Max took Connor, he's, with, he's in the range of Fournette, Swift, and Kamara. He's taking Swift. Uh, and I think that's the right move. That would be the right move, but I highly doubt all those guys are gone because that means there would not have been a single wide receiver taken in the top nine. And if, and if that is true, that the first eight picks are running backs, then AB's just going to lick his chops and go wide receiver one, which will probably be... Honestly... I think you talked me out of taking Cooper Cup as the wide receiver one. I might lean Justin I'm Jefferson. I'm going Justin Jefferson. I might, yeah. I'm leaning Justin Jefferson and or Jamar Chase. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I was, gonna, I was just thinking to myself, you know, the Rams have so many weapons on offense that they got to spread the ball around. But so did, you know, the fucking Vikings and the Bengals. Yeah. It's, it's kind of... I mean, you, 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 you just said the two other wide receivers in the Bengals. I mean, they're very, 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 very good. good. And the Vikings, they have to feed Dalvin Cook and Adam Thielen, you know, 20, you know, Dalvin Cook's going to get 20 touches a game. Adam Thielen's going to catch or get at least 10 targets a game as well. If dicey, dicey. Uh, moving on, rounding up the first, uh, rounding up the first round, King Marzi himself. I'm kind of, not going to lie, I'm kind of scared of Marzi getting back-to-back for Basically getting picks 10 but so, two first-rounders. Let me break this down. Ryan's team is going to look so good after the first round 
Actually, the first two rounds, because he is going to benefit from some dumb picks that we detailed earlier um, in, in, in the round. So he's going to be able to get someone like Dalvin Cook, Swift, Kamara. I mean, we haven't even gotten into to the sort of like the second. I, I mean, we can talk tiers later, but I mean, Javante Williams, he's going to have a great season. He can get someone like him and then get someone like Jefferson or um, uh, 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 Chase. If he wants to, or he can double down and get Javante Williams, Nick Chubb, Javante Williams, James Conner, um, DeAndre Swift, James Conner. Ryan's team is going to have two really, really good players, which I don't know that. I, I, I mean, I don't know if it's a hot take, but I'd rather have 10 than 5, obviously. Mm-hmm. I think Ryan's going to be sitting pretty after this draft. I agree, although I'll tell you right now, I'm... Knowing Ryan's tendency tendencies, this is now our third year with him. I'm fourth. Fourth year. You're right. Fourth year. Yeah. Wow. I am willing to bet that he goes one running back, one receiver yeah. in that in in that stretch. He won't double down on positions. Uh, certainly won't take two. <laughs> actually, if there's one guy who's going to take two wide receivers. It'd be Ryan. <laughs> but yeah. I, I don't think. I mean, I think that experiment ran its course last year. Uh I think he understands now the value of the top tier running back. I don't see it doing him doing it again. Where he, you know, he went fucking seven runs in all, a row. Whatever the color of the wide receiver. Whatever the color is, blue, 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 blue. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, all interesting. Obviously, so many different uh, directions and courses that first round can take, and then it'll basically shape the entire draft, and then obviously the entire season. So, really. Really looking forward to it. That's, again, if you're Saturday, August 27th, uh, time TBD, location TBD. We'll figure something out. Uh, but Let's try to find a mock lobby. You want to find a mock lobby? We got a 545. Uh, that's full. We do a live mock draft on the pod. I yeah, like a it. A couple rounds. Couple yeah, rounds. yeah, yeah. Nothing, nothing too crazy. Maybe once I, the quarterbacks start going. Uh, um, we might need five. I mean, it doesn't need to be PPR. Um, 545 beginner PPR mock. It is wide open. I'm in four. People will join it's three minutes until the draft opens. Do you know who I think is going to have a good year? Travis Etienne on the Jaguars. Travis Etienne? Yep. Uh, well, the Jaguars can't get any worse, so that's they got one thing going for them. Uh, you said beginner, right? I'm struggling to find this. Yeah, one. it's a little bit down. It's uh... beginner ten team, beginner ten team, beginner ten team. Oh, that one's full. Yeah, it's it's down. Yeah. Uh. Well, going back to the Jaguars, they cannot get any worse. Uh, Is James Robinson going to be healthy to start the year? Do we know that yet? We don't know. I did see that. Uh, your boy Etienne, though, is healthy. Yep. And he looked good at, from whatever. Granted, it's all the training camp, so it's without pads. But he was making some strong cuts. looked quick. Do you think Ryan could take Kelsey? Because uh, he has two picks in a row. I. If there's one guy who's going to jump the gun on tight ends, it would be Ryan. But, uh, no, I don't see him taking – I don't see – a. 
tight end going before the third round in our draft. So while we're trying to get the mock draft situated, I guess we can you know go into some of the bigger offseason moves of oh, the year. Fuck. I found your draft finally, but my you got to get Team Smithart out. Oh Here. yeah, all right, I'll I'll leave. Should um, we do a five fifty one then? Sure. Um, Murray Cooper leaving my precious beloved Dallas Cowboys for the uh, the lowly Cleveland Browns. Right, I got another beginner ten team. Uh, oh, this one's wide open. Wait, this is starts at five forty five. Also, where's that at? I don't know, but it's beginner. Oh wait, check this shit out. This one? No. Uh, go back. I'm in there, so you should see me. But I'm doing this from my desktop. You're doing it from your phone. You can on the desktop. You can actually change your team name. Yeah. Which you are not able to do so on the huh. on the phone now. It's beginner. Yeah. Uh, let me go back to the draft waiting room. Uh, I'm literally the only person in it. It starts in a minute. Ten team, head to head points, PPR mock. Like the one fucking thing and I mentioned this in the group the other day. Oh, now I got Team Gonzalez and Team Stallford. Oh, your team, you're the. Oh, you're the fourth pick, right? Yep. All right, your slot's still available. I I I don't see it. There's three ten, three out of ten. Um. See, this is the. Uh, but this is a caveat of not having I'm in. the fucking. Oof. Fucking cities anymore. Yeah, because that I, makes there's that five shit so. Beginners. Yeah, there's five beginners at once. Whereas you can't find, uh, you know, it'd be so easy to just say Nashville, 850. Yeah. There's only one. You and, can find and, that shit. And there was nothing like, and at this point, it's been three years since it's been like that. But even if you're not serious, but if you're just out and you're drinking and you're having a good time, there's nothing like just screaming in the bar, Tallahassee. Head-to-head, 10-team, head, 7-25. <laughs> There's nothing like that, and everyone knows what you're talking about. Exactly. Well, if you're in the league, I'm saying. Right. It sounded like we were speaking Morse code to like anyone we're, we're, else. We're like we're taking a flight. Yeah, exactly. Um, to, like to, to a horrible city. Have um, you been to Tallahassee? No, I don't mean just... I, I don't mean to shit-talk Tallahassee, but a lot of them I'm were sh- random cities. It wasn't like Los Angeles or New York. It would be like... Yeah, it would always fucking be the Cincinnati's and... Yeah, Nashville yeah. and Austin, Texas, and you know, fucking yeah. Little Rock, Arkansas. Never got that obscure, Little Rock, Arkansas. But all right, so I'm in the lobby, uh, and you can't shit talk no more. Yeah, that was always the best part. We were just mercilessly, mercilessly, mercilessly. I'm sorry, uh, you know, bully some some poor guys. Yeah, nothing bad. Nothing bad. But just nothing. be like, hey, your team name is silly. Yeah. So while we're waiting for this, let's detail some of the big off-season moves. Like I said before, Amari Cooper to the Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we oh. don't know who their quarterback is going to be to start the season. Well, um, we can tell you who it won't be. And another, well, I was going to say, and it's another big move. Cab out of the off-season. Right, that's Baker, the biggest one, probably. Baker Mayfield to the Browns. Now we, oh, not, sorry, not to the Browns. To the, uh, to the Panthers. Uh, we already detailed, obviously, the quarterback competition they got going on there. So look to have that the snowball effect on guys like Robbie Anderson, on Christian McCaffrey, on DJ Moore. Pretty sure that, that I'm drawing a blank right now, but don't they also have a decent tight end? Or am I totally making that up? Ian, no, Ian Thomas a couple of years ago. Yeah, I'll, uh, 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 yeah, you're right. I will tell you in a second. Uh, shit, what's his name? I can picture him. Um, 
According to ESPN, it is Ian Thomas. No, it's David Njoku. Oh, they got Njoku? Yeah. When the f*** did they get Njoku? Uh, you sure about that? Yeah. Oh. Former first-round pick. No, no. That's no, no. I'm talking about the Panthers here. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Cleveland. Uh, yeah, he's uh, been uh, on uh, Cleveland. Ah, uh, the Panthers. I... I looked it up. There's some guy, Tommy Treble. Have you ever heard of Tommy Treble? No, can't say oh, I have. I it sounds think... like a fake Madden name. It does, and I don't think he'll be rostered at any point in our fantasy season. So, uh, I mean, a bunch of quarterbacks obviously obviously changed uh, cities. Russell Wilson, we mentioned. Uh, well, I mean, let's get into that. Russell Wilson, that has tremendously big fantasy implications, not only for Russell Wilson, who obviously is going to be a quarterback that's uh, rostered in you know, Every league. 100% of leagues. Cortland Sutton, um, you know, the, like the... the, the, uh, 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 the uh, Jerry Judy. J- yeah, sorry. My brain just completely shut off. Jerry Judy. And then uh, Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. He was a name last year for a couple weeks. He had a couple good weeks, yeah. For sure. Javante Williams. And then Javante Williams is, I think, the most intriguing young oh, running back. My Our draft is officially underway. Team McNeff is on the clock with the first overall pick. I'm not predicting any surprises here. I'm going to go play it safe. He's going to take Jonathan Taylor uh, if he at any point drafts this century. This is the fucking worst thing about it, the end. And, and that was the best part, actually, about having the chat was you could say, hey, Team hey, McNeff, hurry up. Fuck up. You're taking Jonathan Taylor and you're fucking my day up. Well, we're 30 seconds into McNeff's pick, and he still didn't pick. Uh, we're now 10 seconds on the clock. This motherfucker. There he goes. No surprise. Jonathan Taylor. That's even worse one. that he actually waited that. You know, like, at least yeah. if you're on, if you, like, stepped away from your phone or you forgot, which I do all the time. I'll join a lobby. Ooh. And then Austin Eckler, pick Austin two. Eckler, and, and, two. And Andrew. And I'm on the clock here. on the clock. Well, I, as we mentioned, I'm not going to go a wide receiver in this Whoa. pick. So I'm taking... Christian McCaffrey. Last time I took Christian McCaffrey in the first round, I won the league, I just want to point out. Wait, these rankings have changed. Jefferson 5, Chase 6? Yeah, they did change. Henry fell down to 7, Najee 8, Devontae 9, Dalvin 10. Yeah, these that like, you're on the clock here, Vinzo, and you seem rattled. Derrick Henry, I'm rattled, man. I have not mocked in a few days. Those rankings changed. That's why you gotta mock every day, multiple times a day. Multiple times a day. You, at at some point, you gotta just always be constantly mocking. You gotta be on your phone. You need to be risking your employment. You know, it, it really should be impacting your relationships with your friends, family, loved one, uh, your partner, girlfriend, wife, husband, whatever. You should be mocking so much that you don't eat, you don't sleep. You don't. Did you notice? By the way, I. I I wasn't the one who pointed it out. It was actually Thomas. We were mocking yesterday. Uh, the great, great Matthew Berry is no longer the voice of the mock. Remember when oh, you started yeah. the thing? It's like, best of the year. Draft day. He left. He, and left. They, he So he left a couple weeks ago, and I did notice that he still was the voice. I guess they recently yeah. changed it. So, whoa, Tyreek Hill just went. Yeah, things are, things are already off the rails. The, this, this, wait, this draft is insane. Wait, Things are already this is insane. So we had a uh, all right. I took Henry five cups, six Cook, seven Jefferson, eight Harris, nine Chase, ten Hill, eleven Devonte Adams. Uh, you were off with your numbers by one. You you had the right order, but it was Cook six, Jefferson seven, Najee eight, Jamar nine. Like you were one. So uh, 
Oh, this is a these the rankings this wow, year. Wow, DeAndre Swift went high. Wide receiver heavy. Diggs 11, 12, mm-hmm. Samuel. Joe Mixon just went round two, pick three. Team Gonzalez is on the clock. Joe Beans, you're three picks away. Who are you eyeing here? I'm eyeing Javante Williams, man. I I, I interesting. I, I like Kamara. Mm-hmm. Debo just oh, went. I'm on the clock. My pick would be Fournette. I can't take him because there's a weight controversy with him. Can't have Eddie Lacy on my team. Mm-hmm. So I got a. Uh, this is interesting. I got Fournette, Kamara, Javante Williams, James Conner, Aaron Jones, Cam Akers, Mike Evans. Um, Javante Williams. I've been talking about it since last year. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to stay true to my word. Well, that makes my pick easy because I was going to take the lesser – or the one who you didn't take between those two. I'm going to lock it in with my second pick. Uh, despite some kind of legal issues going on pending, I was just there last week, so I'm feeling mm-hmm. like it's destiny. I'm taking Alec Kamara. You were there. Did you chill uh, with him? I did not chill with him. Uh, I, did, I do want to note, though, while I was down – first of all, New Orleans is a fucking fantastic city. Yeah. Uh, we should all we should fucking do the draft next year there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had way too much fun. Kelsey Bur- just went. Bourbon Street was fucking amazing. Um, but while I was there, it was obviously Saints country. I saw. I mean, every freaking storefront had something Saints. Every restaurant had something Saints. Burnett, license Evans. plates, whatever. Yeah. Uh, I did not see one Pelicans thing the entire time. It was kind of yeah. discouraging. What, uh, what baseball team would they like there? The Braves? Uh, my guess would be between the Braves, the Astros, and the Cardinals because they're kind of right, central yeah. geographically there. Um, but, yeah, I, I don't think they're – they don't even have a minor league team. They used to have uh, the New Orleans Zephyrs a long time ago. Uh, I'm almost on the clock again. I got to focus up here. I already went running back, running back, so I'm going to eye a wide receiver with this pick. I was going to go Keenan Allen. That fucker just went. So I'm going to go... Ugh. We still have James Conner, Aaron Jones, Cam Akers available running back. Don't T. love Higgins, it. T. Higgins wide receiver. He's going Saquon. I'm just kidding. Don't love it, but I'm going to have to go T. Higgins here. I uh, mean, I don't... Lo- I, it's not that I don't... I think T. Higgins is a fantastic guy, but... Uh, and player, I'm just cautious of my first wide receiver not even being the number one option on his own team right you know um so that's something i'm gonna have to play for and keep mindful if i'm afraid i might have to target my wide receiver one with my second pick here and then because if i had i known the board would have fallen with aaron jones and james Conner being there in the third round i probably would have taken i probably would have and i'm taking aaron jones i probably would have Oh, so you tripled up on the running backs here. So to recap, I have Henry, Williams, and Aaron Jones. My running backs are sitting pretty. Because remember, in our league, we mm-hmm. have the two flexes, basically. Mm-hmm. Or the, the running back wide receiver option, in mm-hmm. addition to the flex. And I have Barkley. McCaffrey, Kamara, Higgins. Barkley. Barkley went a little higher than I expected. Uh, so next up, so highest ranked, best player available a lot of people seem to be shying away from James Conner. Because they listen to me. Uh, Montgomery, I want no part of David Montgomery. I just That's a weird offense. Everything about the Bears offense, I just don't like. I mean, their best receiver is Darnell Mooney. Nothing against Darnell Mooney. But he's a wide receiver three on most teams. Uh, their tight end is like Cole Komet. Justin Fields, I, I don't even know if he's good. Can't tell you. 
Montgomery just went over James Conner. That's a little surprising. Uh, right now, it come, it's coming back to me at pick 38. Ah, damn. I mean, I'm still nine picks away, but I'm going to start eyeing, eyeing the board here. I'm trying to get into the uh, must-be-Sunday TikTok for the first time in a while, and I... Uh... Can't remember the login necessarily. Uh, that's that would be uh, no bueno. So who's the best player available in your view? Not what the rankings say, but in your view. Of the guys on the board right now, I mean Mark Andrews is the safest. He's like a playing a wide receiver at tight end and would be very beneficial to any team, obviously, because they would always almost every fantasy matchup unless he's playing Kelsey. You would have the tight end advantage. Uh, I really like A.J. Brown, obviously. He's, he's, he's not a production question mark. He's always a health question mark. But when he's, when he's healthy, he's always productive. Although the Eagles offense, I as one who had Jalen Hurts last year, was heavily invested in every week. And they really flipped the script, the script and were a very run-heavy offense the yeah. second half of the year, which is why I feel his rankings are so low. Uh, still shocked that James Conner, Connor, ESPN's 20th ranked player, is still available here as we enter round four. Uh, I think J.K. Dobbins would be a very good pick. The Ravens are obviously a huge run offense. He missed all of last year, so there's the injury concern. But he, when he's healthy, he's like he was averaging like six yards a carry. And, and that offense, I think they want to lessen the burden on Lamar Jackson. Uh, James Conner finally just went. I'm three picks away. Beans, you're two picks away. Uh, Beans, you're on the t- Beans, you're on the clock. Oh God! Beans, you're on the clock. You you just auto picked DJ Moore. <laughs> I'm <laughs> trying to get into the TikTok. Shit! All right, so I'm on the board here. We got Jalen Waddle, That's fine. J.K. Dobbins, Zeke, Michael Pittman. Huh. <sighs> what do you think about Michael Pittman? That's that's hold actually. On. Hold uh, on, that's... Don't, don't don't fucking. I gotta Matt Ryan. I was just talking him up so much. I got to do it. I'm going... Oh, Jackie Dobbins. I did it. I did it. Yeah, that was for you, Jack. I went J.K. Dobbins. So now I'm looking at three running backs. And I still need a... I definitely need to go a second wide receiver here with my next pick on the turnaround. Waddle, Pittman, McLaurin, Deontay Johnson... I think of those four, I think I like Deontay Johnson best. He was a I, fuck... Absolutely. 100%. He was, he was like wide receiver like seven last year. And that was with Big Ben, noodled arm, throwing to him. So, I, granted, they're going to be playing a rookie, a rookie running back most likely, or QB most likely, and Kenny Pickett. But he's got to be loads better than... Uh, than Deontay, and he'd be a true wide receiver one at least. Where, like as I mentioned, I have T. Higgins, who's a wide receiver or the second option on his team, uh, and Jalen Waddle, the other guy that I'm, now it's between, right? Uh, because the the last two picks while I was talking were Pittman and McLaurin. Jalen Waddle also same boat is now the number two option on his team. With Ty- we didn't even mention Tyreek Hill jumped. Uh, Right, that's yeah, probably I mean, the biggest move of the offseason. Yeah, I mean, there, there's some huge moves that we didn't talk about. I mean, not as consequential, but Matt Ryan joined the Colts, which has, you know, big implications for Michael Pittman, who actually was just drafted a few I picks fucking ago. Miller pick a guy, you dick. Well, he's going to auto-draft, so it's going to be Jalen Waddle. Waddle. So 
I will land Deontay Johnson with my pick. Which is who I would have picked. Which is who I want. So perfect. That worked out well. Oh, I am in uh, what we call the wide receiver wasteland. Um, Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, Hollywood Brown, Metcalf, Amon Ross St. Brown, Darnell Mooney, Jerry Judy. Uh, I'm going to go Jerry Judy, actually. Interesting, interesting. My pick there would have been Antonio Gibson. Granted, though, you already have yeah. three running backs. So, I mean, I think I feel every draft I've ever done has always followed the same format where the, my top five picks are going to be three running backs, two receivers, kind of fill out my starting lineup in that boat. Um, so I'm pretty, I'm pretty happy with the results so far. Justin Herbert, was that a we, – we have – I mean – Josh Allen must have gone and just wasn't paying attention because there's no way Justin Herbert was granted. I think Justin Herbert's a stud. Yeah, we've missed uh, we, Allen and, uh, and Mahomes. And must Mahomes, have gone, right? yeah. So now uh, the top quarterback available is Jackson, Murray, Dak. Uh, I mean, I'm not taking a quarterback in round five because I know how to play fantasy football. Um, so to recap my team so far, it is Derrick Henry, Javante Williams, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, Aaron Jones in the flex. And remember the first bench spot that's a wide receiver, wide receiver, mm-hmm. running back or wide receiver would be a starter in our league because mm-hmm. we have that roster spot too. So doubles down, double down on not needing a quarterback yet because yeah, you're just missing one other flex player. Um, no, all right, this is getting ridiculous. The defense and a kicker just went. So a defense get, went. Yeah, Titans defense and Evan McPherson just went. So I'm fucking done. Yeah. Five picks, McCaffrey, Kamara, Higgins, Deontay, J.K. Dobbins. Pretty happy with that. Uh, yeah, I'd probably move away from Aaron Jones. Oh, it's the same fucker, Davis. Let's fuck this guy. Hey, man, you got to take it seriously. Yeah, exactly. He's throwing off my mocks here. Um, let's see. Who, I'm trying to think of other big names. We obviously mentioned Matt Ryan. We mentioned Carson Wentz. We mentioned uh, Russell Wilson. We mentioned the, the non-move, which was Aaron Rodgers staying. Right, yeah. Um, uh, Trey, Jimmy, La- Trey Lance, I was yeah. going to say, I was about to mention Trey Lance uh, is going to take over for Jimmy G. I mean, not officially officially because uh, Jimmy G is still there. Right. But he's you got to figure he gets moved at some point before the season starts. Oh, I mean, we've hardly touched on Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams. Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I mean, Derek the, Carr, the yeah. two best... Wide receivers consistently for the last three, four seasons. Yeah. Uh, both have changed teams this year or this offseason and got paid as they deserve to be. Um, I really like the Raiders. Now, just not even as a fantasy preview, I'm talking as a, a league wide preview. I think the Raiders are going to sneak up on people in the West. Now, everyone thinks of the AFC West as the juggernaut, right? You got the Chiefs, the big bad Chiefs. Uh, Broncos obviously upgraded Russell Wilson. I'm not as high on Russell Wilson as everybody else there. Yeah. And I think the Broncos are a very well-rounded team, but nothing really excites me. None of I, you, you obviously are high on Javante Williams. I'm going to be talking to Chad in Europe, but I don't think you can win with your best offensive player as a running back, which I think he clearly is. Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Tim Patrick are at, all good, but not great dynamic wide receivers. It's certainly not like a DK Metcalf type, which uh, Russell Wilson is now leaving. Uh, I, I think Russell Wilson, I mean, I was just mentioning I mean, how I think Russell Wilson is going to have a better year, which is true. 
But I don't think, you know, he's not going to be the Russell Wilson of five years ago. He's on the wrong side of 30 now. Um, and Noah Fant, I think, is going to be a huge loss in that offense. As well as I think their defense is rather old and, you know, they lost Von Miller kind of kind of washed. So I'm not as big as high on the Broncos. I don't think they are a playoff team. Uh, the Chargers are just the Chargers. No matter how good and assembly and talent they are, they're always going to Charger and choke. So going back to the Raiders, I think the Raiders are in a good position here to uh, at least make a wild card. Wow, that was quite the uh, quite the deep dive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other moves that have happened. There's- All right, we're back. Uh, sorry about that, folks. We did it again. I for- every time we do a podcast, I forget that the rules of anchor only allow us to do 60 minute segments of each. So we kind of got cut off there on the last topic. I was discussing the recent Raiders development off season. And just my overall preview of the AFC West. Anyway, to round that up, Raiders going to be a lock for the wild card. I'm putting it. I'm 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 penciling that in. That's my that's my lock of the century. We already talked about yours. Uh, so I think obviously we hit an hour. Kind of want to wrap this up. Don't want to keep you guys too long. You're kind of busy on the Saturday night. Uh, we're going to preview real quick our booms and bust for each of the four main uh, positions: quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end. Uh, so Beans, why don't you give me your boom quarterback you're expecting this season? Gotta tell me. <laughs> boom quarterback. It's not a sexy, uh, it's, it, it, it's not sexy, it's a little basic. I think Trey Lance, just, I mean, classic dual threat. Trey Lance, um, you know, he's good pieces around him. Obviously, the 49ers were a very good team last year. Um, people were really high on him last year, and I'm a little surprised he didn't, he didn't, he didn't get more of a chance, but uh, I, I think Trey Lance is my boom. My bust is Tua. I know uh, just from my, you know, my, my hours, days, you know, amount of research that I've done. I know the Miami Dolphins have a very difficult uh, strength of schedule in terms of pass defense. And Tua is not known for his passing skills. So, therefore, Tua, bust of the century, lock it in, don't take him. All right, I'm going to counter. I think that my boom is going to be Kirk Cousins. Now, I know, not a sexy pick at all. But Kirk Cousins has two stud wide receivers on the outside. As I mentioned, getting a a former quarterback as his new head coach, I think is going to be very beneficial than leaving, you know, age-old Mike Zimmer, who's been there forever. And overall, I just think he's just an underrated quarterback. Plays in a division where he's going to be playing a lot of high-scoring games against shitty defenses like like the Lions and like the Bears. Uh, who no longer have Khalil Mack, as mentioned. The Bears' entire defense kind of got revamped this offseason. Packers, I think ex- I would expect, you know, a pullback because they no longer have Devontae Adams. So I'm going to go, and I think they kind of try to offload Dalvin Cook and keep him fresh for what could be potentially a playoff caliber team. So with that, I'm going Kirk Cousins, my boom quarterback. My bust is going to be Carson Wentz. Now, he stinks. We know this. Sorry, Brad. 
but he's joining a, he's leaving a high, or not a high-powered, but a much better uh, offensive weaponry in scenery in Indianapolis for the Commanders, uh, who offer no running back in the passing game who can really offer anything. I guess Antonio Gibson, but I don't remember him as catching a lot of balls. I can't name one one receiver outside Terry McLaurin, who was good, but not great in my opinion. Uh, I think they have Curtis Samuel. Is that even a name? That's a name from somewhere. I just pulled that out of a hat. Uh, so I'm going to go with Carson Wentz to my bust. All right, so I will get into the uh, the running backs. I, you know, I, it's such a difficult position to, to rank. Um, I think this is finally the year that you know, I was going to say Derrick Henry. No, Leonard Fournette. Um, As what? You haven't specified boom bust, or bust. Bust. He reportedly showed up to camp a bit overweight. The Buccaneers are not happy about that. Again, <laughs> allegedly, reportedly. And again, my research this summer has really been strength of schedule based. And like I said before, I know that the Bucks have a very difficult schedule against... Uh, they've, they're, they're facing defenses that are great with the run. And the issues I mentioned before, I think uh, Fournette is extreme bust, bust central. Boom. Frick it. Um, bust. I'm sorry, boom. Uh, I mean, I've been preaching it. Javante Williams, I can't. Can't go. Can't uh, fall yeah, off your guy. Uh, I can't. For all the reasons you already mentioned, I'm gonna go in a different boat. I'm booming AJ Dillon of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. I think they're kind of trying to. They, well, first of all, they drafted him high last year, uh, second round pick. I think they want to kind of move him and make him the feature back in Green Bay. They no longer have Devont. They no longer have Devonte Adams, so there's gonna be more running opportunities. I read somewhere that he was actually very efficient and good in the red zone and uh, specifically goal line. Uh, so for all those reasons, I'm going to go with A.J. Dillon. My bust, Damian Harris of the New England Patriots. I read something that he was like number two in the NFL last year in rushing touchdowns. And he finished as as running back 18. So just that drop off. We always talk about home, uh, running, like touchdown dependency and how you can never predict such things. So give me the guy who's going to get more touches. He offers nothing in the passing game. Uh, you know, they have guys like James White, uh, Ramadre Stevenson. New England always is running back by committee to begin with. Uh, I'm not trusting Damian Harris at all this year. Don't give – I want no part of him. Got it. So wide receivers. Um Wide receiver is the most difficult one for me, in my opinion. Uh, I can tell you who I'm definitely busting, and that's your ex-boy, Amari Cooper. Right, and, and we don't know who's going to be throwing to him for the first. Well, yeah, it, and it's more, it's more because of circumstances outside his control. New offense that he was, you know, he was traded to, so he had no, no uh, you know, say there. His QB is, an entire, is a huge question mark. Whether it's going to be Jacoby Brissett, whether it's going to be Watson, whether they just signed Josh Rosen, whether it's a fourth guy, 
and it, it certainly won't be Watson to really start the year. So I'm not high on Brissett. I'm not high on Rosen. I'm not high I'm not, on I'm not any, a Josh Rosen believer. Not a Josh Rosen believer. Uh, so all point, all signs point. And then he's joining what was once, you know, a very high explosive pass heavy. Uh, well, you know, the Cowboys had Zeke, but they they put up. They were an offense that was putting up forty points a game to a very much more run focused, run centric, great offensive line. They're going to try to eat clock and try to, you know, bully ball you, the Cleveland Browns, with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. So I'm not expecting much. And they also have, you know, Jarvis Landry, Njoku. They have plenty of offensive weapons. The ball's got to be spread around. So for all that, I'm busting Amari Cooper. Now, Boomin, get back to me because I'm still thinking. All right. I'm busting. <laughs> There's there's some there's some bust candidates here if I've ever seen, um, DK Metcalf. I think he's gonna go earlier than he should based on his name and previous years. People are gonna forget last year, which you can't do because he had Russell Wilson last year for. Uh, was that was that last year when Wilson was hurt? He missed. Uh, he did miss some time last year. Not, not too much. Um, and they he, certainly had Geno Smith starting games at one point. Right. Metcalf wasn't great last year. And, you know, the, the, the quarterback drop-off is, is just second to none. So I think he is due for a stinky year. And I think he's going to go too high just because his name is DK Metcalf. So don't take him. Booming. I'm booming Michael Pittman Jr., I think there's a big quarterback upgrade. Obviously, we all have our jokes with Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, but just I mean, you can't you can't argue with me that he's not an upgrade over stinky ass Carson Wentz. And I think this is going to be a, a year where people regret letting Pittman fall. I mean, I think he's going to go in the what third, fourth round, fourth, fifth, third, fourth, yeah, fifth? I'd say fourth, fifth. Um, I think he's going to put up bigger numbers than at least one of the uh, the big dogs there. So I think Michael Pittman's a sneaky good, sneaky good option to have. And shows why it's so important to stack up on running backs early because you can get a guy like Pittman later. You know? Yeah. All right. I've decided on my boom candidate. And I'm telling you right now, I'm so certain – that Max Cohen is going to draft this guy. It just screams Max in the Cohen first from the, no, not in the first round, but at some point in the rounds like eight, nine, ten territory. Right. Max is going to and very be very happy with drafting Chris Olave. I know it's risky. He's a rookie. Really? He's a rookie wide receiver, so we really have no benchmark to base him on. But he's going to be the wide like I firmly believe he's going to be the wide receiver one. I know. Uh, Mikey Thomas is coming back for the Saints, but there's just a long history of dissentment there that I don't think he wants to be there. I think he's just more of, he just wants wants to get fined anymore and, you know, he's got to fucking just sack up and play. I think Chris Olave, I watched him a lot at Ohio State. He was very underrated and I think he's going to be the Saints number one pass catcher from the get-go. So, boom on my guy, Chris Olave. And every year, it seems like one rookie wide receiver pops off. It was Justin Jefferson two years ago. Last year, it was Jamar Chase. 
this year, it's going to be Chris Olave. I think he'll be drafted in the second round next year. Okay. So I know your tight end boom. You went into it in great detail. Um, mine, Irv Smith Jr., Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> love Irv Smith Jr. Great name. Great name. I love saying his name. Um, it looks good on paper. looks good texting. It's an easy name to say, Irv Smith Jr., um, it seems like the new Viking system is really going to be, uh, and I, we kind of got into it a little bit before, um, you know, O'Connell loves the pass game and Kirk Cousins, like you said, really good quarterback. I think, uh, you know, of course we know who the guy is there, but tight ends are so, 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 you know, they have their role so helpful. Irv Smith Jr., he's my, my boom, my bust. Uh, I mean, I just think... Tight ends are such a crapshoot, and, you know, really, the guy who's your tight end for most of the season usually is somebody you end up getting off of the waiver wire, or you just play the matchup week to week. Mm-hmm. And they're never going to kill you. And they, to be honest, they, they really hardly ever make your week. So I do think guys like Kelsey or Andrews um, going too high. But... They're in a tier of their own, and so I think Dalton Schultz, my beloved Cowboys, he's going to be a bit of a bust because I think people are going to be excited. The offense he's in, no more Amari Cooper. Dak's going to be looking for him a bit more than he was last year. I just think he's going to be going a little bit too high. I don't think he's going to have a bad year. I think he's going to be useful in real-life football, and you know he's going to be serviceable in fantasy, and he should be um, rostered most weeks, but I just think he's going to go so high that he's going to, you know, Mm-hmm. It's going to fuck up someone's team and they could get a, a, a better piece. So, Schultz. I like that. Uh, so, I already obviously mentioned and went into a long-winded uh, support of my boy Kyle Pitts and why I think he'll be great and being tight end one. So, he's going to be my boom candidate for obvious reasons. And the Falcons quarterback? Uh, Mariota. Then they drafted uh, Desmond Ritter, I believe. Yep, yep, yep. But it's going to be Mariota to start the year at least. Uh, so, my bust. I'm between two guys... So I might just award co-bust here in sure. this spot. I'm between – I'm going to – my first bust candidate is Dallas Goddard of the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. Now, Dallas Goddard as a name is going to be drafted as one of the top ten tight ends, and I just disagree. I've been saying it all podcast. I'm going to say it again, though. As someone who watched the Eagles pretty much every week because I had Jalen Hurts last year, they really transitioned from a pass-heavy offense – to a very run-heavy offense down the year. Uh, They added, though, as a big-time pass catcher, A.J. Brown. Devontae Smith is only going to take another step forward. Uh, So all that is bad news for Dallas Goddard in terms of target share. He was was targeted a shit ton last year in that offense. There's no way they could replicate that again. And then for my second co-bust candidate, Fuck, I already forgot who it was going to be. That's bad potting. <laughs> that's horrible potting. That's as bad as it could get. All right, uh, I'm going to say yeah, some names. Yeah. No, no, no. I, 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 might, I just for, I, I fucking forgot Dawson it. Dawson Knox? No, it wasn't Dawson Knox. Ertz? Who? No, it wasn't Ertz. Gusecki? No, it wasn't Gusecki. Fryer No. Henry? H- Hunter Henry? No. No fan? No. Joku? No. Higby? Fuck me. Who the fuck was it? Could no. No. And we're getting into some... Robert Tanyan? No. Thomas? No. Ingram? No. 
I, I don't know who else. Who the be. fuck was the other guy? Darren Waller? Yes, Darren Waller. Was it. Yes, it was Darren Waller. He's going to be drafted as a top three tight end, probably two behind Kelsey. And basically for the same reasons as, uh, as I just laid out with, with, um, with Dallas Goddard, the Raiders obviously added a huge name in the wide receiver group with, uh, with Devontae Adams. So really last year, their only pass, for the last two years really, their only passing option on the outside was uh, Waller. Henry Ruggs was a huge bust and obviously he's now in jail. Uh, and uh, Josh Jacobs offers nothing in the past game, but they brought in Kenyon Drake. They brought in Devon. Well, uh, he was there last year, but he took a lot away in the passing game. And Darren Waller last year already started his descent. He was like, yeah. he was tight end. Like, I don't know. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he was drafted as a tight end too, and he finished probably in the later, close to tight end ten. Uh, he had a very disappointing year. He had a very, he had a very disappointing year. And he's still going high in the draft. He's still going in the top three, at least, if not top two. Uh, so I want no part of Darren Waller. All right. Uh, any, uh, any big uh, takes for kickers? Uh, if you, anyone who takes a kicker before the second to last round can bite me. Bite him. Um, That's my hot take. Defense is boring and you know any ruin cycle week to week yeah you cycle week to week you pick you pick some you, you basically my defensive strategy is who's ever playing the texans each week that's gonna be what i go for texans giants yeah you know, the bad, yeah, and, the and, bad and, teams it's really easy to do and it works and like, it works it, yeah it works every time um i mean i'm just so excited fantasy is coming back yeah, baby, it's gonna be fucking August next week. We got a football. We got an actual NFL football game being played this week. The Hall of Fame game. Yeah. I forget who's involved. I think it's the Brown uh, Raiders and Jaguars. I don't know, but there's gonna be an NFL game played this week. I'm pumped about it. I'm gonna sit on. I even though it's a preseason football game, I'm probably gonna sit on my couch and watch all three hours of it. And, you know, read in, way too much into it. I'm pumped. I got the shakes. He's pumped. We're both pumped. We're ready to run it back. Season four, must be Sunday, league uh-huh. talk. You know, just join us for the ride.